Worship him in the beauty of his holiness. Worship this great I am that is I am. The one that can make, he can destroy. He can kill, he can make alive. He's worthy of all our praise. Nothing can be compared unto our God. He's worthy, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The maker of heaven and the earth who was not made. The one that cannot be dethroned. is not elected, is not selected. Before the foundation of the world he has been, is eternal, mighty, glorious. We worship you. Be magnified, be glorified. No one can be compared and be likened unto our God. The one that is covered with unapproachable light. Jesus, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. The name that is above every other name. Father, you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be adored. In Jesus mighty name we have worshipped I was watching a video today and this one is not I mean it's on it's on um, channel TV a clip a young girl of 15 years old belongs to a call okay you can give it more volume now it, she belongs to a call through confession and she said that court, what they just gave her was biscuit or something and then witchcraft. And then when she slept, she just find herself in their midst. Long story short, they requested for blood. You know, because you have to donate. And then she's now a, a maid in somebody's house taking care of a child. And uh, they said she should donate that child. She, said, ah, she cannot do that. Long story short, she was manipulated to squeeze the neck of that girl to death. And the next thing she saw was blood. She was arrested. Those of you who say witchcraft no day, that God is protecting you, that you shout the name of Jesus and they run away and you cannot even see. Will you just bless the name of the Lord? There are many evil in this world, brethren. I said many evil, many, many, but the Lord has been a shield unto us. Let's give him thanks. Let's give him praise. All the people that you are seeing in the market, they are not ordinary. All the people you are meeting in the bus, they are not ordinary. Not all of them are human beings. As a matter of fact, some of them even come to church. Father, we give you praise for the power of your blood. We thank you. We thank you, our King. We glorify your name. You are worthy of praise. Thank you. Thank you, ancient of this. Thank you, mighty one of Israel our shield and our buckler we appreciate your name thank you father in jesus mighty name we are praying shall we give him thanks again for another opportunity to learn at his feet and like i always said when you live here today god will have added something into your life again remove some things in the name of jesus say father even for what you are going to take out of my life for what you are going to add to my life father i thank you i give you all the praise Let's pray that God will grant us understanding. You will not hear the voice of man, but you will hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray that God will illuminate our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ, that as we hear the word, we will understand. It will bring benefit. We shall not be hearer without the doer. Grace to be the doer we receive in the name of Jesus. 
the world shall be mixed with faith in our hearts, and it shall produce result, and the name of God will be glorified. In Jesus' matchless, matchless name, we are praying. Holy Spirit of God divine, we want to thank you. We have come to fellowship with you, trusting that you will teach us, you will increase our knowledge, you will increase our understanding, and we shall be better. We shall be sanctified by the washing of the water, which is your word, in the name of our Lord Jesus. Father, as many that are still on their way, bring them speedily and quickly. Let nobody return the same today. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Praise the Lord. Please let me greet your neighbor. Good evening. How was your day? You are welcome. All right. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Sister, please, can you move to this side? Okay, you want fun? Hey, yeah. Maybe you sit there. You can sit there. Okay. I welcome everyone in Jesus' name. You know, I always want to make the Bible study very interactive. So that, bro, don't you think you are too far? You can come forward. Those of us at the back, why don't you move forward? So let's leave the back for the, um, those people that will come later on. God bless you. Okay. Now, we finished a series. Um, who can remind me? Eh? Yes, Mommy Alekbe. Please, I will need a second mic. The attitude. Oh, no. The, I say it's a series. The attitude is just one of the series. Who can remember? What is the theme of our lesson that we just finished? What's your name, sister? Eh? Paintola? What's the, what's the theme of our series? That we... And God bless them. <laughs> okay, praise the Lord. And God bless them. So let's turn to. So the new theme is going to be a series also is Be Fruitful. I want you to turn your. Don't read yet. Don't read yet. I'm going to ask questions. Don't read yet. Be fruitful. Let's turn to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 28. Can somebody read for us? Please, we need the second mic. We need the second mic for every Bible studies. We need second mic. God bless you. So always reading for us. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 to 28. That sister there. Ma, the sister there. Quickly, because of our time. over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the hair, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creepy thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the hair, and over every living thing that moveth upon the head. Praise God bless you. Praise the Lord. Now, this is the first statement that God made after he has created man. When we say man, now we are talking of man and woman. So he said, the Bible said, God pronounced blessing on them. And he went further to tell us what is the dimension of those blessings. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the heart, 
have dominion over everything that he has created. So we are going to be talking about be fruitful. Now, I know that there is a, when we said fruitfulness, what is the first thing that comes to our mind? You can tell me. God bless you. God bless you. When we say be fruitful, the first thing that comes to our mind is what? <laughs> so what this lesson will be teaching us or will be exposing to us is that there is more to children. There is more to children. Praise the Lord. So when God says be fruitful, it encompasses a lot more. So those are the things we'll be trusting this um, series to expose to us. Then how can we be? Because when the Bible says be, it means that you are somewhere before, then you want you to be in another place. So how can you become fruitful? We'll be looking at what are the hindrances to fruitfulness. And I pray that in the course of these lessons, the power of the word of God will breathe upon us in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, our text, our memory verse is Genesis 1.28. So Genesis 1.28 is our memory verse. That is, then God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So that is a mandate for all of us. As long as we are a child of God, this is a mandate. No one is exempted. Praise the Lord. Now, in our lesson outline, we say, what is a fruit in common English? Yes, you can, because of time. What is a fruit? I said fruit is the sweet, I think I found it in the dictionary. The sweet, yeah, you can turn it now. You can turn it now. <laughs> okay, you can turn it now. Fruit is the, um, is the fleshy product of a tree or other plant that contains seed that can be eaten as food. Now, I want to draw your attention to that definition. First thing you will see there is sweet and fleshy, sweet and fleshy. It means that anything that is called fruit must be beneficial. Are you getting what I'm saying? Everything you call fruit must be what? Beneficial. Number two that you will notice there is that product of a tree. Product. So it then means it's an output. Okay? And an output is the result of the result of processes that now give an output. So um, a fruit must have a product. Uh, and then you say it can be eaten as food. Yeah? Now another thing is that it contains seed. So it means that every fruit must have capacity for multiplication. Is that not so? Every fruit we always have what we call what? Seed. And that seed you plant again to produce more fruit. So those are the issues that we are going to be trusting God to uh, reveal to us. Now, so it, it also means that when any effort or um, uh, outcome of a successful, outcome of an effort or endeavor is also called fruit. So when you say, how was the meeting? It was fruitful. It means that it was successful. It went well. How was your journey? Successful or fruitful? How was your business uh, meeting now? It was fruitful. So it means that it produced positive results. 
Now, let us look at the biblical meaning. Now, under the biblical meaning, we are going to be having the natural or physical fruit. Are you following me? It's a Bible study. Eh? Natural or physical fruit. So, there is what we call fruit of the ground. I think we, can know, we all know that, isn't it? You can give me an example of fruit of the ground. Eh? Let's run now. You have never eaten fruit before. You don't know fruit. Carrots, tomato, they are all from where? So they are farm produce. Okay? Am I too um, elementary? Am I too elementary? All right? Let's look at Genesis 4.3. Genesis 4.3. You will check Deuteronomy 28.4 by yourself. Genesis 4.3, please. Okay, God bless you. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground as an offering to the Lord. So he's talking about harvest, crops. Number two, there's what we call fruit of the body, fruit of the womb. What is that? Children. All right. Let's look at Deuteronomy 28, verse 4. Deuteronomy 28, verse 4. Please, if you have the, yes. Uh, blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. I thought you say amen. And the fruit of thy ground. And the fruit of thy cattle. And the increase of thy kind. And the flocks of thy sheep. So, fruit of the body is what? Children. Psalm 127 verse 3. Psalm 127 verse 3. Lo, children are the heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb are his reward. So, we, we all know that. Can we move forward now? All right. Number three. Now, I found this very interesting. When I was uh, reading it, I was asking the Holy Spirit, what is the difference between fruit of the mouth and fruit of the lips? Who wants to try? What is the difference between fruit of the mouth and fruit of the lips? Who wants to try? That's the way to read Bible. When I see the scripture using different things, particularly in the same, I ask question. Let's let's look for example. Let's 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 look at um, um, yes, Proverbs twelve fourteen. Proverbs twelve fourteen. What is Proverbs twelve fourteen? Say, a man shall be satisfied with the good fruit of his mouth, and the no, that's not the one I'm looking for. There's one that talk about. Okay, check. Um, can you check? Yes, ma. Can you check 1820 for me? Proverbs 1820. Okay. Fruits of the mouth, I can liken it to your uh -huh. response okay. to issues or whatever you see. Okay. Why fruits of the lips is knowledge coming from your heart. Okay, when I say my own, we'll compare. Because my own is, um, I'm not saying I'm correct, but that's my understanding. Who wants to try again? Now, this is the scripture I was looking for. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his lip, I mean, of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips, he shall be filled. So, mouth, lip. So, what's the difference? Okay. Elder Ken wants to try. Oh, yeah. I want to think that the fruit of the mouth is what is coming from within us. Okay. The, lip, the lips is what we create with our, by our own speaking. 
No, no, I said, okay, thank you. Fruit of the mouth is the sound, the word that you speak. Okay? Fruit of the response. Fruit of the leaves is expression. I'll give you an example. Um, give me money. The, my mouth said, give me money. My expression is, by force. Please give me money. I did the same. The word that you speak is the fruit of the mouth. Then the way you express it is the fruit of the leaves. Are you confused? Let me look for another example. Um, um, ah, let me look for another example. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. What is the word? Stand up. Okay? I may say, stand up. Even without adding, please. Now, stand up is the fruit of the mouth, is the word. The how I express it, either sweetly or rudely, is the fruit of the lips. The how is the lips. Is it clear now? And that's why, that's why the Bible says that a soft word, a word can be hard, it can be soft. So let me say a hard word is fruit of the mouth. It's an expression. But when you say it nicely, kindly, gently, softly, that's the fruit of the leaves. Praise the Lord. All right, so we have fruit of the mouth. So it means that we need to be very careful about our words. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, word is very powerful. Yoruba said, Oro lomu akpo jade lakpo. Oro de lomu obi jade lakpo. I will interpret. They are saying that there is a word you will speak. Somebody will draw sword. And there's another one you will speak. Somebody will bring out cola. Okay? So we, when we are speaking to our husband, to our wives, to our children, to our colleagues, we must watch how. And that's why one of my personal principles is that when I'm angry, I don't want to talk. It's a personal principle because it, when you talk, when you are angry, you are not likely going to have the fruit of the leaves. Praise the Lord. Okay. So the next one is um, fruit of hands or labor. Fruit of hands or labor. What you do, your business, whatever you do, you use your hand to do. Okay. Can we look at um, Proverbs 31, 31? And, pro and um, God bless you. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own hand, I mean, let her own works. Praise are in the gate. So, work and hand. 
All right? Can we also look at Psalm, Psalm 128, verse 2? Psalm 128, verse 2 said, For thou shalt eat the labor of thy hands. Ah, I thought you say amen. Happy shall thou be, and it shall be well with you. In the name of Jesus. I think it's Ecclesiastes that also said that it is a um, gift of God for you to labor with your hand and to eat it. You know, it's not everybody that labor with their hands and eat it. It's not everybody. Else. So when God grants you the grace and the opportunity that you can work with your hands and you eat it, it's what? Oh, it's a blessing. May that be your portion. You will not work for another man to eat. You will not build for another man to inhabit. What you build, you will inhabit. What you work, you will eat. To satisfaction in the name of Jesus Christ. Then number five now. Then there is fruit of thoughts. Jeremiah 6.19. I thought you were going ahead of me before. God bless you. Hear, O earth, behold, I will bring evil upon these people, even the fruit of their thoughts. Because they have not hearkened unto my words, nor to the law, but rejected it. Now, one of the things we must all work seriously and guard jealously is our heart. Heart is the engine room of every human action. Anybody that wants to steal, that wants to fight, that, it must start from where? It must, anything you do must start from your thoughts. So, um, sometimes thinking about what is wrong before it becomes an action, you can stop it there. Do you agree what I'm saying? That in your something say, go and do this, go and do this, you know. But at that point, you have the ability to stop it. But it's when you don't stop it, it becomes what an action, and it becomes fruit that everybody will see. So fruit of the thoughts. As a man thinketh in his heart. So when you see somebody that is bitter, how do you know? My personal experience. If I love this woman passionately, if she offends me, you know the way I will talk to her with different from this woman that I don't like at all. Is it true? The way I will speak to her will be different from the way I will speak to you. You might even do something worse, but the way I will talk to you will be different from the way I will talk to this person that did something little. Have you seen somebody that you just talk to and they, oh, you say, ah, ah, what did I do? What did I say now? Have you had that experience before? It is because the person has been carrying you in the heart. So you just say a small thing, you just blow, boom. And you say, ah, but this small thing. And you say some things to some people and they just laugh and say, I, I don't like what you did though. Take time, oh, take time, oh, you know. So heart. So that's the fruit of the heart. You cannot see it, but it can come out from action. Now let's look at spiritual. Okay, remaining one. Of course, fruit of actions. There are certain things that you will do in the secret that we show forth in the open. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 3, verse 10. The Bible talk, call it the fruit of our doings. Say ye to the righteous that it shall be well with him, 
I thought you said amen. For they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Do you know, you know it's not a prayer everybody can say amen to. Yeah. It's not everybody that can say amen to that. Somebody that is cheating others in their uh, business place, and you now say, we eat the fruit of his labor. He won't say amen, no. Because he knows what that means. That means somebody else will cheat you. And that's why we... Uh, I'm always very careful in what I do. Because whatever we do, listen, and that's part of what we are going to be looking at. Everything we do is a seed. We'll be looking at that as time goes on. Everything we do on daily basis is what? But the period of germination differs. So sometimes you have even forgotten. Then the seed begins to manifest. And that's why I never cease to pray for mercy. Particularly, even on our children. Yes. Even on our children. So we need to be very very careful in what we do. It's a law. Whatever a man sweats, so most time it doesn't come immediately. Immediately, I've had I've had um, um, situations that people will cheat me out of money, and I will tell that person confidently. I have never cheated anybody on money, and you cannot cheat me. You cannot. But if I've been cheating, then I won't have that confidence. It will become what? You look at the life of Jacob now. Jacob, you know his name was 419. That's the meaning of Jacob, Sub, supplanter. In our normal parlance, it's 419. Eh? If 419, his brother, collected his blessing. If 419 is in law. The in law also do what? 419 him. <laughs> that is it. That is it. So there are many things that um, um, we just pray that God will destroy those fruits. No, that's, that's it. Just pray, Lord, please destroy it. Let it not bring forth. And then the good works. Even when you don't see it, just continue to do. Because that is what? It's seed. It's seed. Seed. It doesn't come out immediately. Now let us look at spiritual fruits. Spiritual fruit. Number one, there's what we call fruit of true repentance. Matthew chapter 3 verse 8. Bring forth therefore fruit meat. For repentance. Who can tell me what do you understand by fruit for repentance? You know, we say fruit is something that is a product, it's an outcome. So, who can tell me what is fruit of repentance? Yes, Mike, Mike here, please. So, fruit of repentance. Transformed life. Transformed life. A round of applause for her. So, it then means that you did something. And you said, and the Holy Spirit convicted you. And you said, ah, Lord, I'm sorry. Then the fruit of that, I'm sorry, you have said it by your mouth and lips. 
Now, the fruit is we have to see you not doing that same thing again. That's the fruit of repentance. We have many people who repent and go back, they repent and go back. Thank God for his mercy. God is merciful. Then there's fruit of wickedness. Wickedness also has good doings as is um, fruit. Wickedness also has its fruit. Proverbs 10.16 The labor of the righteous tended to life. The fruit of the wicked to sin. So, and that's why the Bible calls a sinner a wicked man. Because anything that is a sin is wickedness before God. Is wickedness before God. So the fruit of sin is wickedness. So when you see people just doing, committing sin, committing sin, it's a fruit of wickedness that is in them. Number three. That's fruit of righteousness. Let me ask this question. What is the difference between righteousness and holiness? Yes? What is the difference between righteousness? You want to try? You want to try? What is the difference between righteousness and holiness? Give her a mic. In my own understanding, I will say... Righteousness and the word good is being right, like trying to do things in the right way. Okay. But being holy has to do with purification. When you want to, as a Christian, you want to be pure, like in the sense that you want to abstain from everything that you know that is filthy. You can be righteous, but you're still striving to be holy. Thank you, sir. Okay, you try. A round of applause for her. Now, uh, that's another Bible study, but let me just try to. Holiness means to be separated unto God. You know, the day you say, I am born again, you have been separated unto God. That's holiness. We call it holiness by position. Are you get what I'm saying now? That's holiness by position. Now, righteousness is when you are now doing, because when you are now holy, you now begin to do that which is right. So that is what will make you holy or keep you holy. Did I confuse anybody? Is it clear? So righteousness is the act that determines your state. So when you do what is right, then you become righteous, you become holy. Is it clear now? Sorry, sir. Can I summarize what you just said? Please correct me. Uh, what I mean by, from what I can see, righteousness tends more towards utterance, while the holiness tends more towards act. Okay, let me, let me try to explain again. Holiness is, it means to be consecrated unto God. I can say this chair is holy. As a matter of fact, it's holy. Because anybody that steals this chair now is no longer a plastic chair. You don't understand. In the market, it's an ordinary plastic chair. But once you are brought into the church and we say, we now dedicate this chair unto the Lord. It's no longer an ordinary chair. It becomes an, a, 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 um, 
a property of God. And anything that is a property of God is made holy. That's why we say holy altar, holy cup, holy anything that you have brought to the house of God. Do you understand now? Now, for you also as human beings, the day you give your life to Christ, you have been separated and dedicated. You say, I dedicate my life to God. You have become holy. It's a state. A state. Alright? Now, that holiness should make you to now begin to do what is right. That's righteousness. Now, when you are not acting in righteousness, you remain holy. But when you are not doing righteousness, then you are unholy. Is it confusing? Oh, God bless you. Praise the Lord. So let us look at so there's a fruit of righteousness. When somebody is righteous, there are certain fruits. Can you just give me an idea of the kind of fruit we should see from a righteous person? Yes? Humility. Please, where is the microphone? God bless you. God bless you. When you are righteous, when you carry the Spirit of God, I don't expect you to be arrogant. It's, it's, it doesn't go with it. So when you see anybody that says a Christian is still arrogant, that's not righteousness. Even Jesus was humble, lowly, meek. Okay, who can tell me other one? Fruit of righteousness. Patience. Honesty. God bless you. Yeah, you are honest, honesty. And obedience. God bless you, man. So, somebody here, okay. Very good. Right? Love, God bless you. God bless you. So these are fruits. These are fruits. Results. Okay, let's look at uh, Proverbs 11.30. The fruit of righteousness is the tree of life, and he that winneth soul is wise. Okay, let's look at 2 Corinthians 9.10. 2 Corinthians 9.10. 2 Corinthians 9.10. I want to break record today. I, want, I don't want to exceed seven. Okay, now he that ministereth seed to the sower, both minister bread to your food, and multiply the seed sown, and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Then, fruit of holiness. Romans 6, 22. Fruit of holiness is your level of consecration unto God. Romans 6, 22. It talks about being made free from sin and become servant to God. Servant to God. Dedicated to God. You have your fruit unto holiness. And that is what will now lead to everlasting life. Then the last one, but not the least, which we are going to deal with extensively as, the, as we go on, is the fruit of the Spirit. Yes, Galatians 2, 5, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. Go on, 23. 23. Meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. So, fruit of the Spirit. We are going to be dealing with that separately as God will be enabling us. So let me stop here. Any questions? So what we have just done today basically is to set the background of, um, of various other things we are going to be looking at. So what we are trying to do today is we want to, we want to have the basic understanding of what is a fruit in common language. And then what is the meaning of fruit? Biblically, when God talks about fruit, what is, he what is he saying 
against our general knowledge of children, 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 children. It's more than that. All right? And then um, all kinds, different kinds of fruit. So by next week, as, God, as the Holy Spirit will be leading us, we'll be going deeper and deeper and deeper. So any question 